I'm back this week on Pack the Bank. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to what is attempting to be the best sports podcast here on YouTube. As always, my name is Cody. I am back from two weeks of unfortunately not being on the show. I am super excited to be here with always my friends and co-hosts Aaron and CK in the building. Aaron, what do we have on tap for today's episode? Uh, Well, we've got some Packers Corner. We're going to do a top 32 uh, QB tier list of who we think is coming into the season is going to be the best to the worst QBs, starting QBs. Uh, we're also going to do a, a uh, how would you say it? So like who you would add to a team, right? Is that how it is? That no, no, you're just no, drafting we're, your... We're, okay, it's going to be a going to be a nfl pack the bank present draft so you're going to draft one qb one running back two receivers a tight end and an offensive line group as a whole just for fun yep we're not going to compete and see who's going to be the best because i mean that's kind of that's all based yeah it's all going to be just opinion based so we'll spin the wheel and see how we get to go we'll just do it one two three three two one that's how we'll do it Yep. Do you guys want to actually get into Packers Corner first so I can go ahead and get my news out of the way and then we can get to the, the good yeah. stuff? Yeah, uh, and Cody also has his hot takes and his score predict, uh, his season predictions and stuff from and last the only, week. only thing we have from yeah. Panthers Corner is the breakout players, which Cody should also have. Yes. Yeah, Cody also yes. will have breakout Packer players, three players that he thinks are, are going to be breakouts and maybe an honorable mention. I don't know if he added one. And then uh, for Panthers Corner... We've got like a five-minute segment on who we think are going to be three guys and an honorable mention who's going to be a breakout player um, for us as well. Packers corner, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packers Corner. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about real quick is that the Green Bay Packers have finally gotten the nfl to let us host the 2025 nfl draft this is huge for the packers i know that we've been trying to do this for about three years now um we've been overlooked because of lambeau kind of being one of the smaller stadiums in the nfl but fortunately the uh the nfl and roger goodell has finally graced us and we are going to get it in 2025 i think this goes a lot because as you can see from this picture in the background you actually have what is known now as uh title town and the don hudson center um in the atrium that's out there i think that's probably going to be around where the actual draft is because it can it's at capacity to where it can host an event such as the nfl draft and i think it's going to be really great for the city i know that uh you know they're they're estimating it right now to bring in around like 90 million dollars as to where like a regular home game brings in around 15 million um and the packers being the lowest or the smallest market team in all of major sports this is going to be really huge for uh the city of green bay and the packers organization so it it really is a testament to what mark murphy has been able to do as president um while he's been here unfortunately 
He is coming to the end of his tenure as he will be turning 75 years old next year. Um, so he will no longer be the president of the, uh, the Packers after next year. But he's leaving on a high note, being able to bring the draft to Green Bay, something that's never happened before. And I'm very excited to see it. Maybe it's just me, but I think that teams should start using their their stadiums. Yeah, I would I would really like to see that. Because you uh, could still section off like different sections of the stadium, like section this to this is for Packer fans, this to this is Panther fans, this to this is Chief fans, and then you can sell your box seats so you can have that like you do on game day. You have them uh you know, full of snacks and alcohol and everything else, but you're going to pay a little extra to sit up there. But, and then that could just be to sit for whoever. And then you have a stage out front where, let's say, where the G is in the middle of the Green Bay field right there. And you could have, you know, your camera crews and everybody else sitting up and all that. And then when you, when the guy gets drafted, he comes out of your entrance zone. He comes out of your end zone. Your, your you know, where the, your player tunnel. Yeah. I mean, why that not? would be really cool. I mean, I, I like that idea a lot. And actually, I think that one of the contingency plans, um, I was listening to Andy Herman today, who's a beat writer for the Packers. He does a uh, Pack-A-Day podcast. But he said that I think one of the contingency plans um, that Mark Murphy and uh, Roger Goodell came up with is that actually if there is like heavy snow or whatever around that time, since obviously Wisconsin gets snow all year round, um, that they would probably be able to put some sort of like temporary roof on top of Lambo and they would have it inside at the stadium. So it would if I put that. a roof on a on a Coliseum or on a stadium, I'm putting it as a permanent roof. Yeah. I'm not Which, honestly I don't as, as I don't know if Lambo is Yeah. Go ahead. As expensive as a roof is I mean I think Charlotte's about to have like put like Almost a, almost, it's like a billion dollars or something. Yeah, it's like a billion dollars on just renovations. Why not just, why not just spend two or three more billion dollars just build you a, a freaking dome like a normal team should? I think every team should have a dome, in my opinion. I I think that, so I, I'm but for Green Bay, it's right. an advantage. Yeah, it. it I mean, it's I mean, not called the frozen tundra because of it being a, a dome stadium. You know, like it's. You gotta play in the elements when you come to Green Bay. That's the that's the allure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like um, a South Florida team having to go up there for the playoffs. Yeah. That should be an even bigger advantage for Green Bay. Like like think about the 80s like, a, like, a like a like a like a San Fran team from California going to play Green Bay in the NFC well, uh, championship game. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> Four to nothing. Four to nothing. Four Super Bowls, no Super Bowls. Uh, All right. Up next, I've got my uh, 2023 Packers schedule predictions. Um, Missed the game. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Pretty. Kept it pretty, uh, pretty bias. <laughs> I'll be honest. You missed um, the game. Yeah, I really missed the game. The last game. 
last game of the season. Well, I think we know he's gonna put anyways, but still. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So that's that's a mess up on my part. But um. That's so. I've got us coming out of the gate pretty hot. I've got us winning. Uh, I got us going three and zero against Chicago, the Falcons, and the Saints. Really shouldn't be a surprise here, as all these teams were uh, not very good last year. Didn't do much in the off season to get super better. Um, maybe the Falcons will be one of the harder games in that three game stretch. But I think we. Uh, I think we roll over the the Bears and the Saints pretty easily. Like I said, Falcons with their upgrades to uh, defense might be a little bit challenging, but I don't think it's anything that we won't be able to handle. I think that we lose to the Lions in our first game versus them just because I think that uh, they will be coming in a lot. For some reason, I feel like we always struggle with the Lions, and I think we always have. And actually, I remember one time in high school, Aaron and I were having a conversation and he was like, you guys always seem to struggle with the Lions. And that's been over five years ago. And uh, <laughs> it, well, it hasn't a, changed. It's a, it's a rivalry game. It's a division. You're, you're going to struggle with every single division game. Yeah. It's rare you come out and blow a division rival out. It's just, it, it don't matter who you are. It's just, just rare. You play each other too many times. You, you kind of always know each other's strengths and weaknesses. So it's like you're going to struggle every year against your division rivals. Yeah, exactly. Uh Week five is our uh, our rematch, or I guess our match against Devontae Adams for the first time since he uh, was traded to the Raiders. I have that as a win, um, mainly because the Raiders are very one-dimensional. I like Josh Jacobs, but other than Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, now they've lost Darren Waller, and I don't really know who else they have at receiver other than uh who's um they're tied in they did draft um michael mayer yeah yeah yeah. so they got they got Which michael nice mayer game. and then i'm failing to remember the name they of have the hunter receiver. renfro hunter renfro that's right and jacoby myers yeah hunter's hunter low-key a dog too don't don't let that little boy confuse you no no, no i'm not i'm not saying he's bad i'm just saying like i didn't mean for like, anybody this like hunter renfro yeah yeah go talk to derwin james yeah well uh, then we have a week six buy, which is really nice. Um, early buys are always well. I I think it's nice, but from what I've heard uh, from a team aspect, I think the later buys are always what kind of helps you out more. So you know, do it that way you will. Uh, the Broncos at week seven, uh, coming off the bye week, the Packers notoriously lose games, but I think that since it's the Broncos, I, I think that we will win those. Or I think we'll win that one just because uh, the Broncos are the Broncos and Russell Wilson can never throw as many touchdowns as bathrooms he has in his house. So, ah, Oh, wow. Uh, Minnesota, week eight. I think we're going to win that one because of the last time that we played Minnesota, Joe Barry decided to not play press or not play uh, coverage five yards off the ball and let Justin Jefferson just run past Jair all the time. He decided to press him and do what Jair was best at, and we saw how that turned out. Kirk Cousins, I believe, had two interceptions that game, and we absolutely steamrolled the Vikings, which is what we should have done all season last year. Um, we are going Rams. to the Rams, or the Rams are coming to us, rather. Um, they will be at home at Lambeau, and I think we win that one as well. 
last time we played the Rams, um, we beat them. They haven't really done a whole lot to change up their team. If anything, they've gotten worse. So I think that we're going to beat them there. Uh, I've got us losing two games to the Steelers and Chargers. And the reason for this is I completely think that the Steelers are a very underrated team from this year. Um, I think that they could be dark horses in the AFC. Uh, I, I think that they did nothing but get better. Darnell Washington included from the uh, from the draft this year. Um and I, I think it's going to be a scary good team. Chargers, too. I think Chargers are going to be really nice. Austin Eckler just got a extension on his contract. So I think he's going to be ready to go and prove why they got him, uh, why they extended him a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I have us picking up the win against the Lions during uh, during week 12. And the Chargers game? No, I just talked about the Chargers. Okay, I was zoned out. And sorry, that's okay. Uh, during week twelve, I have the Lions. Uh, us, us winning against the Lions, and I think the reason why we will be doing this is because um, it kind of ties into my hot take that I have for one of them. But um, I think that the Lions are going to start becoming the Lions again around this time uh, next year, and so I wouldn't be very surprised if that did happen, and we ended up pulling out the win. Uh, Casey and New York, I think, will be losses, and but I don't think that they'll be like, I don't think that they'll be like blowouts. I think they'll come down to just a couple points. I'm gonna say probably the New York game will not be as big of a blowout as the Casey game is. Um, but then again, I could be pleasantly surprised, and we could win both these games. Uh, last time Jordan Love played Kansas City, he lost the game, but it was only 14 to seven, and that was with uh, Patrick Mahomes. So they had their full offense. We did not because Rodgers had COVID at the time. So Mr. Jordan Love had to step COVID in. Toe. Yes, he did. Did have to throw. Uh, he did throw a touchdown that game to Alan Lazard off the uh, left sideline. So it was a it was a decent game for him. I think he'll be a lot more poised, uh, especially this being weeks uh, 13 and 14 that we are talking about. Um Then we go on a two-game winning streak against NFC South opponents in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers, one of the games that I will be at with Aaron, who thinks that they will be taking home the W, so that will be very interesting. Um, But the Panthers game will be on Christmas, so super excited about that one, Uh, or Christmas Eve, rather. Super excited about that one to see, um, especially live. It'll be my first NFL game. Uh, then we go to week 16 versus the Minnesota Vikings, which I think will be an L because I think that uh, we will start to kind of slow down a little bit. Um, hopefully not too much, but maybe maybe we have injuries. Or maybe we just sweep the Vikings. I don't know. Um, it's always tricky trying to say whether we're going to win or lose the Vikings because you never exactly know which type of Vikings team you're going to get. Um, or which Kirk Cousins you're going to get. So that's a, that's a big talking point. And then I did miss I did miss uh, the last Chicago game, but I think that is a win. I think we ultimately sweep the Bears uh, because, you know, ownership for a club does have to be renewed every year. Um, the, the old owner left, so the new one's coming in. Um, so Bears fans, surprise, 
welcome to another 20 years of being owned by the Green Bay Packers. Um, your new order, your your new owner's name is Jordan Love. Uh, so the Bears still suck. The Bears still suck. Ultimately, I think the Packers will go around 11 and six. I would say that this is their ceiling, with their floor being seven and uh, let, let's say seven and 11. Or no, I'm sorry, seven and ten. Um, we had the same predictions then. Yeah, I had us going eleven and six. Also, that was sick, dude. All right. So one of the uh, other talking points that I had, I thought this was really interesting, and it's not really Packers news, but I, I thought it was pretty interesting to see uh, top selling jerseys in the NFL for April. Uh, you got your regular guys like Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, OBJ, Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey, but then you get down to the number seven spot. And that's pretty encouraging to see as a fan that so many people are backing Jordan Love. Um, I am very pleased to see that because back in 2005 and then even in 2008, uh, you probably wouldn't catch very many Packers fans wearing Aaron Rodgers jerseys. If anything, it would be Packers fans rolling in the Lambeau field with Jets and Vikings Favre jerseys on in support of Brett. Allegedly. Oh, no, that was a real thing. No, we're trying not to get sued. Allegedly, Cody. Oh, yes, uh, allegedly. That's that's what happened. Um, but, yeah, it was – so it's very encouraging to see – that Jordan Love is at number seven here. Um, Justin Jefferson, Micah Parsons, and then shout out to your boy, uh, Bryce Young, rounding up the list at number 10. Very well deserved. Um, he is going to be the Panthers guy for the foreseeable future, and I'm actually pretty excited about that because we get to watch him up close and personal on Christmas Eve. Uh, next up, I'm going to go up to my players that I think are going to have breakout years. Um, and then you guys can feel free to obviously join in as well, because I know you guys have some. Uh, so I will get started on the Packers side of the house. Uh, first up on my list is going to be none other than Mr. Jordan Love. This is going to be such a big year for Jordan because it's going to show not only the fans, but also the front office that, hey, you waiting for me was worth it. And if Jordan, he doesn't even have to essentially make playoffs. If he does, great. But if he doesn't, that's okay. Because as long as he can produce a winning season and at least in, well, I should say, as long as he wins games and can run this offense and can uh, make the right throws and not get timid in the pocket, not seem like he's out there and not know what he's supposed to be doing, if he can run this offense efficiently, I think he'll get a bigger contract because all the Packers are asking for at this point in his career is to show improvement. Just to show like what they drafted him for and has he worked on those mechanics they say he has at OTAs allegedly he's been he's been throwing the ball all over the yard he's had I mean he's he looks good he looks the part is what's coming out of the Packers right now but if they step on that field against Chicago week one and it's a totally different story then what is Brian Gutenkens going to say what is Matt LaFleur going to say what is Jordan Love going to say 
You know, it's kind of why I also think that uh, Bryce Young is uh, Bryce Young. Jesus, sorry, Jordan Love is also one of the one of the QBs that has kind of a hot seat. Yeah, because and, and I does. mean, you're you're right. Because if he comes out and he flunks it out, and y'all win six, five or six games, you're you're drafting a QB probably. More than likely, you're drafting a QB. Yeah, and I could see that. Um, but, but I also uh, think that Aaron Rodgers is on a hot seat. Aaron Rodgers Aaron. on a very hot seat. Because it's like, I mean. I mean, you have to win. I, I traded everything for you. You wanted to come here. You're a, you've won three, you've won two MVPs in the last three seasons. We have a bet. Arguably, we have a better team than Green Bay did. So, you know, let's let's get to work. You, we've got to, our their, their floor, in all, in all honesty, the New York Jets floor has to be at least 11 wins, 10 wins. That's- yeah. Yeah, bare and minimum it, 10. Yeah. yeah. And even and then, and you're I'm getting agree. crucified. Yeah, at 10, they're like, you guys suck. You should have won 13 games. And Probably I don't think they'll win 13 games. I think they're I think they're around the, well, I don't know, 12 to 13 sounds okay. I haven't actually dipped, deep dived into their schedule. But, yeah, I think that they're, they're two, I think two NFC North QBs are on hot seats, and that's Jordan Love and Justin Fields, because it's neither one of whichever one of them fails this season. If both of them do, or neither, or neither of them do, you know, it, it's going to change the future for both of those franchises. Yeah, I hope Justin Fields fails miserably. <laughs> All right, my next guy. Uh, by the way, before I do the next guy, um, there's no rookies in any Balls. of the players that we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Uh, but the next guy that I'm talk that I am gonna talk about is going to be Mr. Romeo Dobbs. Uh, While Christian Watson was out last year, Romeo Dobbs uh, caught, I believe, three touchdowns for 400 yards in the span of about, uh, I think, seven games. During that time, he had incredibly crisp route running. Um, Matt LaFleur said that we should temper expectations, but it was to the form of one Devontae Adams and Aaron... Uh, Aaron Rodgers said that he loves how he runs routes and how he thinks that um, he likes to see that Romeo is able to go out there and kind of be like, okay, well, what do you think about this, this route? Like, what do you think about me running this way? And he likes that the, the input is there from Romeo because it shows that he is trying to broaden himself as a route runner. And that's always really nice to see uh, as far as you know, from a fan standpoint, because you like to, and from a coaching aspect, because you like to know that he's open to more than just running the basic route tree. And that's only going to help your team get better. Uh, next up on my list, I have Devontae Wyatt, who was drafted out of Georgia last year with Quay Walker. He, When he did get on the field at minimum, he was definitely a game changer. And... I can see if he gets uh, way more snaps, which shouldn't be a problem with uh, Jaron Reed and, and Dean Lowry no longer being on uh, the Packers. I could see him being one of those starting five along with like guys like Luke Van Ness, Kenny Clark. And then you've got, uh, when he gets back, you've got... Um, Rashawn Gary. Yeah, Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith. Thank you. Uh coming off the uh, the outside. This Packers front five is going to be very good for this defense this year, and I, I can't wait to see how they're all going to intermingle and uh, and work on uh, O-lines, tackles, center, etc. 
Um, my honorable mention is actually Quay Walker, who played quite a lot last year, but he had a little bit of he got he had a little bit of stuff to work out, like personal issues. Um, he, he did strike uh, two referees or two um, and a trainer and a, and a trainer. <laughs> Maybe your honorable mention guy just needs to work on his attitude. Yeah, he's he's got a little bit of attitude stuff to work on. But, um, but I, I do think that he probably has came a, has come a long way since then, and that he will uh, he will hopefully be there for all 17 games this upcoming season. But um, that that is all of my guys. So just to recap, I've got Jordan Love, Romeo Dobbs, Devontae Wyatt as my three breakout players that I would love to see, and then my honorable mention is Mr. Clay Walker. And now I will turn it over to Aaron and CK for theirs. I guess I'll, you want me to go first? I'll go first. Why not? All right. All right, so my three breakout players, one of them I think is kind of everybody's just the Panthers. I'm taking TMJ. Uh, I think it's going to be his breakout season because he's finally got a QB that's actually, like, you know, good. It's um, actually going to be able to get through some targets, um, actually get the ball in his hands and not be very wishy-washy between game to game because you don't really know what's going to happen between if he's going to come out and play good he's going to come out and play crap I think Bryce Young is going to be consistent about it I think Bryce Young, Bryce Young pretty much already knows the playbook from what I'm what I'm hearing from OTAs I mean the man's calling out calling out issues and mistakes that was in the playbook that he's caught on the field already that's I don't know if it was a planted play that was messed up or if it was something that either way though it was like you paid attention enough to realize that hey that's wrong so, uh, yeah, uh, this one's kind of a hot take. Uh, C.J. Henderson. Um, C.J. Henderson is one of t- this. I have a – C.J. Henderson is, is one of two things that's going to happen. C.J.'s either going to come out and he and somehow Avero Jero is going to somehow pull out this weird C.J. Henderson that's like uh, – finally a good number two possibly number three corner or CJ Henderson is not going to be on the team come week one um will be interesting so I'm, I put CJ Henderson on there just for you know laughs and giggles also helps as a contract year yes and did not get put picked up on his fifth year option so that also speaks volumes definitely for someone that one there's an arguable there's an argument that he may not even love football anymore um so someone that didn't get their fifth year option picked up, I know OTAs is uh, voluntary, but you should probably be there because well, your team doesn't trust you already, but you're going to sit out of volunteer OTAs. Yeah, that doesn't look good for you either. I mean, the, the, these these coaches come in and said, um, everybody gets a clean slate. Let's see what let's see what we got. And you still just aren't putting a good good taste in their mouth with the way that you're not showing up when you're really not been that great of a player. So But to be fair, we don't know what's happened in his life. True, true, true. But at the same time, if it is just hopefully it's nothing serious, maybe it was just him taking a day or two off. But if it was, that's not good. That's not a good look. Um but yeah, hopefully it's nothing serious. Number three, uh Marquise Haynes. I think Marquise Haynes takes a uh, quite a big step this year because the way it's looking we're not signing a, a pass rusher i don't know why i don't like move. it i would like for us to do it 
Um, so, you know, just a veteran presence, whether it's a Leonard Floyd or a Yannick Ngakwe or even a Jadavion Clowney at this point. I don't care. Sign a veteran presence. Um, I mean, Jadavion had 12 sacks last year. Yes, I'll take that. <laughs> so, yeah, he's my. I just think that Marquise can, if Marquise is put in it correctly in the system, I think he could be a great, a great, uh, number two beside Brian Burns. But also at that point, if it's not Marquise Haynes, my honorable mention is Amari Barno. Um, Amari Barno, if you've watched the tape, Amari, Amari is fast, like insanely fast. I think this guy has it right off the line. Uh, I, I just, everything about oh, the little bit he played last year, he didn't play awful. I, I don't remember if he had any sacks or not. He had I two think. sacks in like five, I think he had like 0.5 or five, 5% of our defensive snaps. Yeah, so I mean, it's not like, I mean, it's just another thing of he didn't get, they didn't play him. And I don't, I don't understand that. It's the same with Brandon Smith. I wish he'd play him too, but whatever. I mean, you got to yep. find out what you got these young guys, and you can't do that when you're when you're making them sit and this is another reason why I think Frank Wright was a great fit because one of the first things he said during OTAs was was uh yeah Andy Dalton's our number one but uh but how's Bryce Young pretty it's pretty much just of how's Bryce Young gonna learn if he doesn't get behind the ones and twos Man. he's like uh, Andy Dalton is our number one going forward but uh Bryce Young is gonna get like 95% of the snaps at OTAs and everything else that's because he's going to be the week one starter. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's what's just his face could never figure that out. No, uh, what's his face probably wouldn't have drafted him. We'd have drafted the 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 yeah. dude that's oh, yeah. at the Saints right now. Oh yeah, um, Jay Kaner. That's the best Matt Rule. Yes. Now I'll go. I didn't want to copy in too much, but I also have Terrence Marshall Jr. first uh, for reasons Aaron also stated. He's finally got a, He's finally going to have consistent QB play, so that should help him out a lot. I think the scheme really opens up stuff, opens up stuff for him. Uh, so now I'm just going to move on to my second number two. I have uh, Marquand McCall. He's a he was an undrafted free agent last year. Uh, he played in a couple snaps uh, last year as well. Uh, he only had I think like 15 tackles or had seven. Yeah, 15 total tackles. I believe two of them were tackles for loss. Um, I think in this new 3-4 scheme or 2-5 scheme, as one of our coaches said today, because we multiple, I really think that he can be that nose tackle that really changes the game for us. Um, he's definitely got the size. He was good at, he was good at Kentucky. Um, and also he has a lot of veteran leadership that can help him out. Number three, this one's going to be – I don't. it's going to be controversial if you don't listen to the whole thing. But number three is uh, Derek Brown. Now, you might be saying – hold up he's already really good he is really good but I think this season is a season that he takes a step up it's kind of like last year with Brian Burns last year for Brian Burns he went from having nine sacks and he finally broke past that double digit sack barrier Um, and that was a breakout season for him I think it's gonna be a breakout for Derek Brown in the sense he's gonna go from being really really good to being elite Um, and then my honorable mention is a guy that Aaron mentioned is Brandon Smith He's got all the size, all the athleticism to be a linebacker. And as we've said a couple times, the third spot at middle linebacker is pretty much wide open for him to take. Um, and I think he can take it and start running with it and hopefully become a really good player. Very cool. So uh, just to wrap up, that was our uh, three players that we think are going to break out. Obviously, you got six from the Panthers, um, not including the honorable mentions. You got three from the Packers. 
but next, I want to roll into my hot takes. So I will go ahead and. That sure is a hot take. All righty. So buckle in because uh, these takes are they, they are hot. Um, my first one, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, and Jared Goff will all decline this year. Uh, why is this my first hot take? This is my first hot take because I genuinely think that the year that all three of these quarterbacks have or, or had after the year that they they did put up in 2022, um, I think it was a fluke year. I, I think that once in a while, um, some like middle of the pack quarterback has a really great year and everybody thinks that he's uh, going to be great and that he was just a late bloomer and that hardly ever works out. I have seen, I mean, you've seen it with guys like uh, Joe Flacco, who was good for a little bit, even took uh, Baltimore to a Super Bowl. Um, you've seen it with guys like Ryan Tannehill, who they thought were was going to be super good uh, coming for, to Tennessee from Miami. He was good for a couple years, not so much anymore. Um, you don't really hear about him. And I mean, I, there's countless other quarterbacks that I could name, but there are examples of why I think that Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, and Jared Goff are not going to be that great. Uh, I don't think that they can replicate that the way that these guys that are actual elite quarterbacks, like your Mahomes, your your Lamar, your Joe Burrow, your um, you know Jalen Hurts, like the, these guys that have been doing this for a long time and consistently putting up these numbers can do. I, I just don't think that they have that in them, and I really wish that uh, Geno Smith and Daniel Jones would not have gotten paid the type of money that they do because. I personally don't think that they are worth that type of money. Um, moving on to my second hot take, I'm going to say an AFC team other than the Chiefs makes the Super Bowl. Which AFC team is it? I think it's going to be down between two teams. I think it'll be either the Bills or it will be the Bengals. Uh, two teams that have been in the conversation to make the Super Bowl probably the last three and a half years that uh, have fallen just a little bit short. And I know that Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and that Chiefs dynasty that they're working on right now is out of this world. And dare I say, early 2000s Patriots-esque. But I think eventually all dynasties have to come to a close. Um and I think this year might be uh, an off year for that Kansas City team. My last one, and it might be one that actually gets you guys a little bit fired up, Aaron and CK. Um, I don't know how much you like him or not, but Trey Lance wins the starting job in San Francisco by week five, if not sooner. That's not a hard job. It's not a hard job, but why? I mean, why do I think this is going to be? Uh, he can win his. He can win happen? the starting job, probably. Yeah, he can't win his hair back. <laughs> Moving on, we're gonna uh, we're gonna start our um, 
our little segment here. Aaron, you've got the uh, the pop-up for that. Yep. It's going to be a segment on who on ranking oh. the top 32 quarterbacks starting in today's league. Let's get yep. started. So I think we're all in a consensus for I feel like the top three. Uh, so number one, I'm going to go ahead. And for rookies, we're going to put them near the bottom. But we're not going to count them technically. So like Stroud, Levis, Bryce, and Anthony is who, because they're probably going to be the starters. Well, I don't right. know about Will. Will may not actually. So we'll actually won't use, use Will. Yeah, don't we'll use, use Will. We'll use Tannehill. But for Anthony, Bryce, and CJ, we'll put them like near the back unless we think somebody sucks. Yeah, unless we think there's somebody here that's really not going to be good, which there's a possibility. Yep. So, yeah, that, if they're near the back, don't take it as we think they suck. It's more of a you're a rookie. We got to see what you do. Agreed. So we're going to start here with number one. It's Mahomes, right? Yeah, cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, number two. Mine's Joe Burrow. Mine is Joe mine. Burrow as well. Yeah, mine, mine is, is uh, Joe Burrow. And I'm actually going to take the guys that we don't know or that's not going to play moving at the bottom. So you, you, you. Taysom Hill's got a massive forehead. He does have a massive forehead. Malik. Drew Drew Locke. Colt McCoy. Andy Dalton. Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania. Davis. Who Who is he playing for right now? Who? Uh, Minshew. Colts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not starting over AR. No. Not a chance. Who is that guy? Who's that guy? <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? That was Jaren Hall. Yes, Jaren Hall. Is that Aiden O'Connell? Maybe? Maybe? Probably not. Possibly. Did you just move... Ba- was that Bailey Zappi in the Patriots uniform? Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, that is him. That guy's Zach Wilson. Start. Yeah, this is Zach Wilson. Yeah. No. Yeah, and then I'll move this guy. guy here too. I don't I know who that, that is. And then Hooker. Poor. Well, Hooker actually went to a good spot, so I'm like. Yeah, Hooker may actually start, but we're gonna say it's golf. Yep. Yeah. So okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So number three. I I gotta go. I gotta give it to Hurts. I think it's Jalen Hurts. I will agree. It hurts. Okay, I'm good with that. Number four, four is is oh, Allen. Going Allen. It's Josh. Allen. I think it's also Allen. Yeah. Okay, so we're at a top four consensus. Pretty much, yes. Number five. I gotta look at. I gotta look at faces. I got. I, I'm at a tie between. Uh, I'm at a tie between Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. I would. Yeah. I think me Plus. personally. Okay, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad both of you agree with that because I actually think it's T Law. I think it's T Law as well. I'm gonna go T Law. Like, and, and because then, now and if he's Herbert five, right I'm putting Herbert at six. Yeah, I'm putting Herbert at Yeah, and I yeah. think don't, that's don't the take answer. This, don't take this as a big gap. I mean, they're like this. Yeah, they're they're yeah, like, they're, if we're like doing tier lists, they're like, in this case, they're like 5A, 5B. Yeah, exactly. That's that's how I take that. Cool. So, <laughs> six, uh, number seven, are we going to take Lamar? AR-12. I, I am going, I am going Lamar. What did you say? Aaron Did you Rogers? say AR twelve? Yeah. 
He's I'm number eight Lamar. now. Yeah, I'm going I mean, Lamar. I I could say I guess I could I feel, feel like Lamar, but I, I think... feel like Lamar because of age and also because he's got the running ability. Also, I guess I think Rogers so, is better, but but, but I. I mean, I was going to say Rodgers was after Lamar. I'm going AR. I'm going AMP. That's fair. I'm going, yeah. Yep. AR, AR. So I'm, messing me up. I, yeah, I'm going to go LR. Yep, LR. LJ. 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 Sorry. I'm not doing that. Lamar. And then yep. I'm going to put Rodgers. Yeah. That's fair. But, I mean, does that, does I like that, that. work? That works. Yeah, no, no. That's, that's I mean, good. either way, it's fine. I get the argument. So, what are we, eight in? So, number yes. nine. Number nine. Um, I... Do do we? I I think it's Tua. Tua, I like I like Tua. Like if you think of a healthy Tua last year, Tua technically you could argue that he's right. uh, He's probably in front of Lamar. Just a thought, real quick: does does Dak or Russell Wilson crack the top ten? Russell Wilson doesn't. Russell Wilson does not. I think Dak Dak will. Is Dak Dak our number ten? I think I think Dak is a top twelve. I'd put Dak at ten. I would put Dak at ten as well. Okay, I'm, I'm going Tua first. So I'm going Tua first. Yeah, I'm going Tua. Okay, Tua, and then I'm fine with I'm Dak. I'm saying I said top twelve, so that counts. Yeah, yeah I'm go- I would go Dak at ten. Okay. Now, 11. all right. Now this is kind of where the list gets hard. You know, do you know where I Stafford? think my eleven is? Now I think my eleven is Jared Goff. Ooh, I, no. Ooh, that's oh yeah, I like that. Based off of last season? I no, you know what? Or you know who Kirk, I think is 11 Kirk? is? It's Kirk Cousins. I think it's I think it's uh, either way. Let me see. Real quick. I want to check real quick. Because golf had a really good season. Oh, yeah. I'm going golf. I'm going golf. I, I think I take, I think I nudge golf over Kirk just a hair. I agree. Whatever, man. <laughs> I mean, I think I the like, same amount of I don't of like Jared Goff. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> what did Jared Goff do to you? Lines. Yeah. Are we gonna do? Are yeah, we gonna I, do? I think. It's I, I, I that's think it's Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. It's Kirk. So is that? That's your top twelve. Yeah, it's yeah. twelve. Okay. So at thirteen, do we make the argument of Daniel Jones? I mean, I'm thinking Gino, but I I would I, say I Gino. just thought Gino. I just seen Gino, so yeah, I'm actually good with Gino. I would okay. so weirdly enough, I would go Gino, then I would go Kenny Pickett, then I would go Daniel Jones. I mean, if you look, Dan, Danny Dom's kind of had a crap season. I mean, not not maybe not a crap season, but he didn't have a great. He only threw fifteen touchdowns last year. Yeah, it's not like he threw upwards of twenty three. I mean, so that's he didn't really he didn't really go all that some, off. That's worse than some of those like some high school quarterbacks. To be completely honest. Except for one. I mean, what about Brock Purdy? I know he didn't play all season, but when he stepped in, he kind of tore it up. I mean, I'm putting... I don't know. I was going to say, I think... Wait, we haven't even put Matt Stafford in there. That's because Matthew Stafford. Didn't Matthew Stafford get hurt? He did, but I mean, if if we're going off his previous season... When he was like had a full season to play, he won the Super Bowl, and he had a pretty good year. Oh, we're just going off previous season. Now, yeah. well, then I guess we can't do much about that. Mm-mm. Yeah, because he only th- he threw ten touchdowns at eighty. Like I, I'm, me personally, I'm fine with 
Brock Purdy, Kenny Pickett, and or Jimmy G. I think Daniel Jones is around the 16 range, in my opinion. Let's go. Let's go Purdy, and then go Pickett. I think that would make sense. What's Matt Jimmy Ryan G? Also. What, I mean, it's, well, Jimmy G was hurt too. So that's that's okay. Yeah, so Jimmy G didn't play last season. So are you good with that? Is everybody good with Purdy Pickett? Yeah. I mean, hold on. I gotta look up Purdy. Hold on. Wait, let me see something. I gotta look up Purdy. Even though it's By the a two, way, it's a two by voting. You can you can move Matt Ryan like completely to the bottom because he's see, not even the in the NFL it's anymore. Like, it's like okay, so Jimmy Garoppolo oh, yeah, played true. this season. He had two thousand four hundred and thirty seven yards, sixteen touchdowns, four interceptions. Brock Purdy had one thousand three hundred and seventy four yards, thirteen touchdowns, four interceptions. And that's what I'm saying. He did that in less games than Kenny Pickett did. Yeah. So would you take Purdy over Pickett? I'm taking, yeah, I would take. I think if we get a full season of Purdy versus a full season of Pickett, I think Purdy's the better quarterback. I forget that probably. Yeah, Pickett did not play good at all. Mm -mm. Honestly, I would go, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd put Jimmy G over Pickett. You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, before you I'm got actually, injured, I'm actually okay with that. Yeah, I'm actually actually really before okay with before that. you got injured, Jimmy G was having a really okay. good year. So, mm-hmm. uh, sixteen to seventeen. So seventeen guys. Left. I feel like you got to have Daniel Daniel Jones here. I I think yeah, I think that could be pretty respectable. How are you done? Yes. Okay. Now, now I would here. I'm adding. I'd probably add Matt Ryan. I don't think there's any of these QBs right here that I'm saying that's 100 percent better than Matt Ryan. You mean Matt? Well, Matt Ryan's not even sorry, in the NFL, sorry. so it's I'm, probably I'm, Matt Stafford. I'm looking at fucking Ryan. Yeah, I put Stafford. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm looking at Matt Ryan. Yeah, I put Stafford. Okay, Matt Stafford. <laughs> um. All right, my bias is creeping in, but I don't think that there's. Many people on the board left that are better than Jordan Love right now. I gotta look at all the starters. Uh, right here, I'm taking. I'm putting Derek Carr. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, Derek Carr. Yeah. And then, and see, this is where it's hard because we got Kyler Murray still on the board, and I'm, as much as I don't like Kyler, I don't think he's as low as a top twenty QB. So I feel I'll like I'd put Kyler a minute ago, but. I think we should have put Kyler behind. Tina. I think. Should we just honestly, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Let's yes, slide the yes, list. Yes, yeah. I forgot about Kyler. I'm not I, I, did, I forgot him too. He's too. Kyler Murray's definitely up there. over here. Um, nice. What's that? Two, nice four, eight. six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty. That's okay. Those are top twenty. Those are top so twenty. Coming in at twenty-one. Uh, God, it's hard because m- m- most of these people don't have any experience. Um, yeah. At 21, I'm probably putting Tannehill, right? Or maybe maybe you put Wilson. Maybe you put Russell Wilson. I, I last season I'd probably take Tannehill over Russell Wilson. I would go. I would go. Yeah, I would go Tannehill, Wilson, and that's where I'd probably put then put Jordan Love. Okay, I'll take that. 20, I'm gonna be fair. I'm, well, I guess based off last season, he didn't play none. Because I was about to say I'd probably take Love over Wilson. But yeah, I'm actually okay with that since 
Yeah, for just going off last season. Mac Jones played like Dookie, so we can put Mac Jones. Yeah, on. I don't care about Mac Jones at all. Um, I'm fine with putting Mac, I guess because of people playing. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm taking Justin Fields over Mac Jones. Justin Fields over Mac Jones, yeah. Good so that. maybe Fields, then Jones? I'm having a look here. Oh, dude, that did, that he did. He really did play like trash. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go, yeah. That. Justin Fields and Mac. And then, what, all the rookies, I guess? Yeah, probably. Oh wait, is that uh Sam Howell? Sam Howell's there. Yeah. I guess I guess put him behind Mac Jones because he is a starter. We're at twenty five, so we need five more. So it's gonna be. Oh, Baker's there too. Oh, no. So it's gonna be CJ. Yeah, Baker's gonna there. be. Baker's gonna be CJ. It's gonna be Baker? Sam. It's gonna be Bryce. It's AR. Gonna be AR, and then it's gonna and then be Baker. Baker because Baker's our fifth starter. Baker's so let's last. let's be honest. Let's be honest right here. Let's. Is there any of these rookies right coming out of the gate that you're saying I'm taking over Mac Jones and and Justin Fields? And this is where, in in all honesty, this is where my bias would creep in. I'm taking yeah, all four. Of I'll be honest with you. I'm taking all four. Of I'm taking all four. That's yeah. that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. So I'm gonna okay. In what but, order would you put the QBs? Uh, Bryce, CJ, AR, and then Hendon. Well, we're not doing Hendon. We just need uh, these five right here. Just purely because he's been in the league a year, even though I don't like him, I put Howell, then Bryce, then CJ, then AR. Yeah. Over these two? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm actually okay with that. So Sam, Bryce, Bryce CJ, CJ, AR, AR and Baker. There's your list, ladies and gentlemen. The perfect list. Until it turns I, out there's more than however many. Yeah. I got 30. What? Let me see. What am I missing? 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 25, Nope, there's 30. 30? Who are we forgetting? Who, uh, who are we forgetting? Well, we did multiple. No, 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 we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Never forget that. Who are we forgetting? Are we forgetting in there? All oh, the Falcons. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Um for Sam Howell. Really? Yes. I don't okay. I didn't think he had that good of a season. I guess if because you if you're that, just, Sam Howell just, also didn't. Yeah, but if you're just going off of like if you're going off of because you're going off playtime here, right? Yeah. How are these two not in front of Jordan Love? Because Jordan Love played more than them. Last season? No, he didn't. No, Desmond Ritter started, uh, Desmond Ritter started. all 17 games. Not he did 17. Not start. I don't think not many, all 17. He, he had 708 yards and two tutties. How many games did he play? What Jordan Love oh. play? What Jordan Love uh, have? I don't know. Not even 300 I, yards, probably. Yeah, but he had a touchdown. How many games did he play in? How many games did he play in? That's what we, that's what yeah, we find Jordan, Jordan Love only played in like three games. Let's see. He played in... And any, how many of those were meaningful snaps? All three of them? <clears throat> I would say all three of them. So he played in four games. Four games, And then yeah. two of them, he had like... Man, God, he did not have many passing attempts. That's actually... Wow, that's not good. He did have a touchdown, though. 
Okay, I'm putting put Ritter put Ritter in front of Love. Okay. Yeah, gonna have to here. I mean, this this list will reflect differently later in the year, but and yeah, it's simply we, we because can definitely revisit this. Yeah, it's because Ritter has thrown the ball like more than ten times in a game. That's fair. Ritter hasn't had a single game where he threw less than tw- twenty six passes. Very cool. All right, uh, is that thirty two? Who else are we forgetting? No, it's thirty one. Thirty one. We've got uh, Davis Mills on the board. Yeah, but we've got Houston. Yeah, you got Houston. I gotta remember. Oh, 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 oh. Deshaun Watson's not on this list. Oh, yeah. Okay. Moby Brissett is, though. Okay. He's not cool. on the Browns. So let's, let's pretend like Jacoby Brissett is Deshaun Watson. Crazy. Where would we put him? <laughs> uh, Deshaun uh, Watson? Is this where you would possibly slide Dak back to eleven and put Deshaun? Yeah, I think I or or I'd put him or, right behind Dak. I would put him right behind Dak and in front of Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I that like would that work. Then. So this okay, this is not Jacoby Brissett. This is that is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yes. This is what Deshaun Watson would look like if he didn't do all those bad things. Aaron. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's cut that. <laughs> So, Jacoby Brissett is actually going to be our Deshaun Watson in this case. They did not have Deshaun Watson, so enjoy that. There's your top 32 quarterbacks. Boom. This will be revisited. Yes. Um, And I will actually go ahead and take a picture just because. Boom. So, when we look back at this at the end of the season, I'll write it down with what we had, and then we'll go from there. (laughs) So. Be a lot of fun. Woo. And now we got to right. do our little drafty draft. Yes, now we have to do our little drafty draft. Drafty draft, and it's a yes. it's a little it's a slithery snake draft. Yes. Yep. So, so I will roll it. Whoever gets number one will um be first, or get the pick first, or do they pick where they get to get? Well, we try mm, to be one, or no? Nah, make them be first. Make, make them be first. first. So first. Whoever gets chose here will go first, and then I will spin again. And if it doesn't land on the same person, they will go second, and then third will go third. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. here we go. Number one is looks like it's gonna be oh oh, oh no. Okay, All remove right. it. Just remove yourself. Oh, okay, there we go. There we go. So I'll go first, and then going second is. Gonna be Cody. So I'm third. Okay. So CK will go third. So we will literally go Aaron, Cody, CK, and then we will snake it. So one, two, three, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, well, and remember, it's one quarterback, one running back, two receivers, one tight end, and an offensive line group. Yep. 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 Um, so who are you taking first? I think great. we know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's gonna change it up, baby. I mean, should I take the obvious or should I make it fun? It's your list, man. I think you should go obvious, but you know, you do you. If you don't take him, I'm taking him for sure. I know, I know you are. Um, I'm taking the other guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm taking Mahomes. All right. Okay. Uh, Well, then, with that, I am taking Mr. Joe Burrow. All right, and then I have back-to-back picks. Yep. 
All right, I'm going Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. That's you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, what am I next? Yep. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, then I'm gonna go ahead and take. Give me Tyreek Hill. Son of a oh. bitch, man! I swear to God. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah, give, back, me, back, uh, Anna, give me. I uh, know. Give me. Give me. Give me AJ Brown and Travis Kelsey. Oh, that's good picks. Oh, those were good picks. Those great picks. Yeah. Um. Okay. To compliment Tyreek Hill. Give me Debo Samuel. Mm. Ooh, good pick. All right, um, so I got back-to-back picks. Uh, CMC available? Yep. He is. Okay, I'm going CMC, and then I'm going Eagles offensive line. Very nice. Uh, all right, running back, give me Derrick Henry. Mm, good pick. Uh Okay, you took So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Nick Chubb and then trying to think who had who had like some top five NFL offensive lines. I know one team. Uh, just because of based off last year, and just because of the the who I got throwing the ball, uh, give me the Chiefs. All right, that's fair. fair. All right, um, so for my second to last pick at tight end, give me none other than Mister George Kittle. All right, all right, okay. So with my second to last pick, I'm picking Mark Andrews. And with my final pick, I am picking Jalen Hurts. Nice. I didn't realize you hadn't picked a quarterback yet. Yeah, no. It's waiting. That's really good. All right, so I've got O-line as my last pick, and I really had a second to think about this, and I think I'm going to go ahead and do the... Has Philly's O-line been taken yet? Yes. Yep. Ooh, Okay. Um. Then in that case, give me the 49ers O-line. Yep. All right, I'm going to end mine. I need another receiver, so give me uh, Cooper Cup. Nobody took Devontae? That's crazy. Nope. Nope. All right, so now we should just each say each other's team, go back over it one more time. Yep, so yep. Uh, we'll go in the order of who went and picked. Uh, I have Pat Mahomes. I have Nick Chubb. I have... Um, AJ Brown, I have Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, and the Chiefs offensive line. Uh, yeah, for mine, I've got Joe Burrow, Derek Henry, Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and the 49ers offensive line. And for mine, I have Jalen Hurts at QB, CMC at running back, Justin Jefferson at wide receiver one, wide receiver two, Jamar Chase, tight end Mark Andrews, and the offensive line is, is the Eagles. Very, very solid teams. Well, 
ladies and gentlemen i believe that about wraps it up for us here on pack the bank as always if you would like to see more you can subscribe and follow us on instagram down below um it's been a been a lot of fun getting back into it uh getting back on the show we film every wednesday video up every friday um but yeah stay tuned for next week when we're going to do a hopefully defensive version of this list uh as long as well as some other stuff from around the league news so as always ladies and gentlemen my name is cody this these have been my friends and wonderful co-host aaron and ck and until next time ladies and gentlemen peace